Welcome to Live and Love Your Brand, a podcast to support you in sharing your message and mission with the world. I'm your host, Emma Lovell. I'm lovely by name, lovely by nature. I'm a personal branding specialist with a mission to support female entrepreneurs to live and love their brand. I've been running my business, Lovely Communications, for more than 12 years, and I can hand on heart say that my success has come from the strength of my personal brand. I believe in the power of owning and sharing our story. I want to help you own your story, shop consistently, and really put yourself out there. So here on the podcast, you'll find helpful tips, practical exercises, and joyful discussions that will inspire you to reconnect with your brand and communicate it more effectively. I'll be joined by incredible experts to discuss how personal branding can have a huge impact on your business and on your life. I'd love to hear from you, so please make sure to connect over on social media. You can find me on Instagram at lovelycoms, that's L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, double the L means double the life, Facebook, Lovely Communications, and you can join in the conversation in our lovely community, the Live and Love Your Brand Facebook group. Of course, make sure to come back weekly as each new episode drops. I can't wait to share with you how to gain clarity, build confidence, and increase connections all by sharing your unique personal brand with the world. Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome back to the Live and Love Your Brand podcast. I am so excited today to be welcoming fellow podcaster, Amanda Kendall. Amanda and I met through the Australian Podcasters Collaborative through our travel podcast. So uh, fun fact, I also am the host of the Lovely Travels podcast because I am lovely and I travels. And that was started in May 2020. So great time to start a podcast during the pandemic. But it has led to so many wonderful connections and so many wonderful opportunities running the podcast and has led me to starting this here podcast, the Live and Love Your Brand podcast, because I learned how to run a podcast. But it's through wonderful connections such as Amanda that I have learned so much more. And what I wanted to talk to Amanda about is how a podcast can help your brand, how a podcast can further build your personal brand. And now Amanda has been podcasting for five years on the Thoughtful Travel podcast. She has an incredible community of thoughtful travelers and there's a very active group on Facebook. And she's been blogging for much longer than that on the Not A Ballerina blog. So she is a travel writer, a travel podcaster, and she's also a social media and digital marketing expert. That's what she does for work as well. So I'm going to talk to Amanda though today about the podcasting and the way that it has really helped her to connect with others and to learn so much more about her own business and herself. So without further ado, the wonderful and talented fellow podcaster, Amanda Kendall. Lovely Communications is based on the Gold Coast and recognises Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples as the first peoples of this place, now known as Australia. We are grateful for the continuing care of the lands, waterways and skies where we work, live, listen, learn and play. 
From here on Yagambe country and from wherever you are listening, we respect the elders past, present and emerging. Welcome, Amanda Kendall, to the Live and Love Your Brand podcast. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to chat with you today. I had to say that very specifically because you and I have done a bit of podcast swapping and you have been on my lovely travels podcast twice. And so I have to be very focused when I say that because this podcast is reasonably new for me. So welcome to this podcast. (laughs) I'm excited because we both have these kind of two separate lives or two overlapping (laughs) lives with travel and with our, um, I don't know, day job businesses. So yeah, it'll be really fun to chat. It's fun. And it's sometimes it's like, you're like, oh yeah, I have a podcast, blah, blah, blah. It's over there. And like, you're like, that's a big deal. And you're like, oh, it's just a passion project. It's fun. Like I don't actually make money over here, but yeah, I guess that's kind of a big deal. And so then it was like, I probably should use this uh, skill set I now have for my business because I love this podcasting bizzo. Mm, me too. <laughs> but let's get to who, who you are. Tell us who are you and how do we know each other? I might have just given that away. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, yeah. But, um, well, so I am someone who wears many, many hats um, because I like to keep busy. So uh, essentially I run a business which is just named after me, Amanda Kendall Consulting, and it's a social media and blogging consultancy. I do lots of training and workshops. Um, I also teach at Murdoch University here. I teach about freelancing and consulting and social media. And I run the Thoughtful Travel podcast, and that's how we met. I actually yes. don't really remember how exactly we met. Did you? Did you come along as a listener, and we met that way, or no? I don't Australian remember anymore? Australian Podcast Collaborative. <gasps> yes, that's it. So, which oh, you is, remember if, better than me? If you're interested <laughs> in podcasting, that's a place to be. So you and I, you know, obviously see the travel podcast, and you're like, and it's funny because you would think travel being such a popular and loved thing it still baffles both of us that actually one in travel, the demographic in general, podcasting isn't as big, but in Australia in particular, it's a really small group of us. There's hardly any. It's amazing because travel podcasting is at just ace and there should be more of us. So, (laughs) Well, I I think maybe it's the whole people are off busy doing the travels, (laughs) maybe. Maybe. Um, You know, and so we'll actually started my podcast during – uh, the pandemic has actually had some time, but you did not because you have more than 200. I think, is, are we up to like 250 now? 256 oh this my week. Goodness. <laughs> so you have more than 256. You have 256 episodes. You've just told me that under your belt, which is like, I'm just like, you're my podcasting goal. <laughs> uh, I'm just like, how do I get the longevity? And it's amazing how much it adds up though. You know, we're up to 79. Yeah, you just keep going every week and suddenly, yeah, that's right. You've um, been around for a while now. So yeah. And there's a really crazy statistic, which someone told me when we were just starting. So hashtag goals again. It's like the average number of, there's millions of podcasts. And I think that's why some people are hesitant to enter the market. And sometimes, you know, I think it is something you really need to consider because it does take work. But the the average number of podcasts episodes are seven. Yeah, most just give up. Yeah, really quickly. It's It'll go amazing. out hard, and then yeah. literally, and it's funny because I have a friend who's like, "Oh, we have a podcast," and I was like, "Oh, didn't even know that." And I went, and it was soon after I found out this, and they were up to number seven, and it, it had just stopped. And it's like we're just having a break, or that's season one, or you know. And you and I don't do seasons, and I'm I 
considered it for this, but I won't. And if I want to have a break, I think we'll just be like, we'll just take That's a break. That's how I do it. Occasionally I just have a break. Not very often, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I think seasons work for some kinds of podcasts, but. Um, There's a lot more yeah. planning, to know. be honest, when you're doing <laughs> yeah. like. I feel like it has to be and... some, somehow cohesive then. And, um, yeah. I just yeah. like to have whatever happens every week, you know, week to week, it's always different. And, well, uh, and it's easier. a great way to do it, like, because, you know, uh, what, what, I don't know if it happened with you too, but the way I set out with the travel podcast, I thought we were going to do all of our country episodes first, which, you know, I had 64 episodes lined up. But then talking, meeting amazing people like you, talking to other locals, I thought I was going to have episode, country episode, and then a local episode. But then I realized I liked having the local do the country episode. So the whole plan, once you start and what you see, what people are interested in, you you know, it'd be silly to just be like, nope, we're sticking with the countries and I'm going yeah, through exactly. one by one. Yeah, and yeah. Just yeah. Focus on the audience. Them. I mean, you know, what the audience loves, give the audience more of that. So I also like the, the ability to have variety because, I mean, you can tell by all the work I do that <laughs> I like variety. So um, I like to be able to change things up and that way I don't get bored and I guess that way listeners don't get bored either. So Oh, man, there's no way to get bored with your podcast. Like, tell us, <laughs> how did it start? You know, and then how have you kept going? <laughs> so um, I actually I love listening to podcasts, and I have for many years since before it was cool. And um, <laughs> like when you used to have to download them to an iPod um, and then listen. So I, when I was even living in Japan, like in like nearly twenty years ago, I would listen to podcasts, but they were pretty new. But um, so for a lot of many years, I wanted to make a podcast, but. It seemed like oh, I just didn't really know how, you know, because when you first start, there seems like to be quite a few things you have to figure out all at once. And so, you know, I've been thinking about it, but there seemed to be a few barriers. And then a friend of mine, um, Brooke McCallery, who runs the Slow Home podcast. Oh, I um, love it. Mm. Yes. Well, she so is one of my favorites still. But she decided she would start a podcast network and she'd um, got a couple of other podcasts on board. I was like, oh, Brooke, do you need a travel podcast in your network? And she said, that'd be great. Oh. And um, and so she helped me set it up because it was part of her network for the first year or so, year or 18 months, I think. Mm. And that was fabulous to have my hand held um, for those, you know, initial decisions. Like, I don't understand about artwork or I don't understand mm. how to host it or, you know, all of these bits and pieces or, you know, and just have someone to bounce ideas off. So um, I, I, I had long wanted to do it, but if it hadn't happened then, I honestly don't know how long it would have taken me to start. Yeah. Um, and then she um, closed that network down uh, a year or sometime after the first year. and um, But by then I'd, you know, started and had the momentum and, you know, figured out other ways and, and it worked out. And so I've kept going. But how do I keep going is mostly because if I ever – don't release an episode on a Tuesday morning, yep. I hear about it. Yep. Like, <laughs> Your audience would be after you. I get, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, they're not like the, oh, are you okay, Amanda, kind of messages. No. no. They're like, where's this week's episode? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> so, I need something to listen to. Come on. Yeah. Chop well, into it. There's people who, like, they plan their, you know, Tuesday morning walk around my episode and stuff oh. like that. So, um yeah, which is, it's fabulous. And I'm actually very grateful for those kinds of messages because that keeps me going. And also just because it's been such a rewarding thing to do. Like, I really still love it. 
And even when I'm sitting here putting my episode together, recording just like my solo parts to an episode, mm. I will catch myself smiling doing it. Yeah. Like while I'm sitting here in my office by myself because I enjoy it so much. Like I just love it. I've always loved to talk. I was the kid in school who always got told <laughs> off for talking. But now look, I'm like people want to hear me talk. So I was practicing all those years in school. <laughs> yeah, it pays off. And as well, it's yeah. like it's your own show so no one can tell you to stop (laughs) absolutely you will listen i mean you can turn it off but otherwise i'm going to keep talking yeah but i'll keep talking yeah um but you know that's funny because you and i we are we we generally will talk for a while and be like no we we have to record so we both today put our time limit you know knowing each other you know you came in with i've got to leave at this time emma i said good me too we're we're doing a time limit so watching the clock everybody don't you worry um but you know yes to get to an occupational hazard of a podcaster so Uh, but you know and one of your beautiful audience members has now become one of my audience members and it's very funny because once i when i released how to live and love your brand to live and love your brand the podcast he was he wrote and was like Emma, please tell me that doesn't mean that you're ending lovely travels. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. I can like, guess who that listener is too. <laughs> yeah, that's my passion project. And I said, I will still continue doing that. I love it. And it's it that just, that's, it's just fun, you know, and it's something that, and it has though provided me with amazing opportunities. And that's one of my questions for you. Like, you know, it isn't tied to your business per se, like, but how has doing this podcast impacted your life and, and maybe your work as well? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's interesting because it's actually, you know, it is quite distinct in its um, content and themes and topic to my business, but it's definitely helped. So in a few ways, there's been um, a few crossover kind of moments. So uh, although initially I wasn't, you know, promoting any kind of podcast related services or consulting or anything, people know that I do, you know, social media and, you know, so digital marketing kind of stuff and they know I have a podcast and so sometimes I'll get approached say, oh, would you do this with us? So um, just before the pandemic, actually, the museum here uh, was starting, was hoping to start a podcast for a particular project that they had and I don't know who knew me but someone got in touch and said, can you come and run some, you know, do some consulting with us and help us figure this out? And, you know, so that was like, you know, a real mix of all my passions to be able to talk you know, potential podcasts with the museum. That's, you know, perfect mix And we must me. say you're in Perth, Western oh, Australia. Oh, yes, I'm in Perth. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. exactly. Like yes. the museum. <laughs> yeah, which museum? Mona yes. um, <laughs> <and laughs> This is true. Yes, no, I'm over here in Western Australia. And, uh, yeah, and I do, you know, now I'm running some podcast offerings, like I'm just starting mm. running a, um, it's called Pig Podcast Incubator Group. And... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so we're, you know, a bunch of us who are wanting to start new podcasts. We're working together to get them launched before the end of the year because, you know, not too long to go. So, you know, so there is that crossover. But also just the the branding impact of people who listen to my podcast because they're interested in travel and because yes. they vaguely know me or they've been to one of my social media workshops or whatever. But then they really get to know me by listening to the podcast, you know, yeah. I'm in their ears for half an hour every week. And I think, I'm, well, not I think, I'm sure that that really connects them to me in a much stronger way and uh, I'm sure that that's a lot of, you know, repeat business and, and yeah. other work comes from and they from really that. listen. Like, it's amazing. Yeah. You think it's such a privilege and an honour that they listen. Oh, but, like, absolutely. people are like, oh, yeah, I listened. And you're like, cool. But, like, 
will come and be like, oh, when you were talking about that bit and then you said this and Darius said that, and I'm like, what? Like, I, I don't even remember saying that. <laughs> you know, This I, happens you, to me all the time. People will say, oh, I know once you did this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, did I? you know that? Like, I don't even remember talking about it on the podcast, especially after 250-odd episodes. No. I've told a lot of stories and I can't remember what I've said. So, you and know, five so years ago, beautiful. I don't know what I talked about. But, um, yeah, but people will come up to me and say that and I'm like, oh, right, yes. Sometimes it feels almost a little bit stalkery, but yeah. it's lovely really. So, but you also yeah. like, oh, yeah, I did put that out there. But, yeah, yeah. you know, it's something so, um, you know, like something that's though forgotten maybe and that people th- don't think about when they start a podcast and it's a huge part of it and that we've learned through being in groups like the Australian Podcasters Collaborative and things like that. A huge part of this is the promotion. And yes. I think that's where both you and I, our skill set, and maybe that's that true. has added to the longevity is that we both have a background in social media. And it's interesting though, like I make uh, the podcast editorial calendar and because it's so structured in that the podcast comes out weekly and you have to promote it weekly and you know that with it goes an Instagram post, a Facebook post, LinkedIn post, posted in the group posted in the podcast group and, um, you know, a blog comes out of it, say. Those are like really set tasks. And so sometimes where even though I used to teach people social media, (laughs) there wasn't always the best structure because it's so weekly and you know you have to and you've committed to releasing, I think it has helped me to find a structure. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's how I can apply that into my other things. Or like I'm just about to start Instagram lives which I did during my course which I really loved and I was like oh I can not to the same degree wouldn't you know they're, they're a lot shorter and a lot more informal but I'm like oh that's this I can use a similar strategy mm, and so that is a skill set and then when you do it all the time every week and it's second nature like creating a canva tile da, 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 somebody else comes in for the first time looking at it and they're like whoa like I can't even work out and you I think I've sent you my my beautiful um Airtable calendar. Yes. I'm not Airtable. If you aren't listening, like, where's my damn royalties? Like, I yeah, Airtable really does deserve some commission from you. (laughs) Yeah, no, the other way around. You deserve some commission from Airtable. It's fabulous. But you know, it's you know, it's it's structure, and I think that's you know, yes, you need to be creative. Yes, you need to have something to say, but you also need to be quite systematic and quite structured. Yeah. And because, you know, an episode from woe to go, you know, you start an episode, sometimes for me it's many months in advance that Mm. I'll start with an interview and gather some other interviews and put it together and then it's released and then all those social posts, et cetera, need to come out. But also the other, the the kind of reverse of that is that by having my podcast and, you know, having to do all those social media promotions – I, you know, learn other things from them. Like it's not just my business that I'm promoting. It's a completely different niche. And some of the learnings I get from how those things work, you know, what's working well now, you know, um, I can take into my business as well, yeah. which has really helped my um, clients. So I think, um, yeah, it, it's even though they sound like different things, there's a lot of, you know, crossover. back and forth and overlap and crossover for sure. So Well, yeah. and, you know, and I just think there's that thing of, and this is where I talk about it with the personal brand, is like when you're sharing things that are personal, that builds connection. And for you yes. and I, we are two very annoying people who all of our stories, like you said before, when I was living in Japan or this one time <laughs> when I was in Germany or that, you know, blah, 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 you know, and it's like, Yes, all of our stories were probably like, I'm like, and I had this epiphany once while I was walking in the Bahamas before a storm. And it's like, but it's seriously, that's where it happened. 
you know, yeah. like, I'm sorry, that's my life. Um, it's interesting. It's entertaining. Just go with it. But, you know, one of the cool things is like when you're traveling, you do meet people really as you are and you do make really genuine connections. And I think yes. that can translate in our work as well. If we, if we connected as people and connected as humans. And so some, that's why, you know, people could listen to the podcast and then end up, and you and I, we met through travel, but I'm sure that we'll end up collaborating at some point yeah, because exactly. yeah. we're, you know, is that no like trust? No like and trust each other. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And yeah. then you're like, oh, yeah. you're actually really talented in this area. You know, it's like, I actually didn't really know much about your other area of business. And then it's like, oh, well, of course. And then there's all this synergy, but in your group, which you have a highly engaged, gorgeous Facebook oh. community of more than a thousand people. Yes. I love it. They 1100 are and something now. They're beautiful, so the thoughtful travellers. Yeah. And they yeah. Sh you share amazing content. Like you share really great, you know, there's times where I'm like, oh, I want to share this. And I was like, no, that is blatantly stealing Amanda's content. Oh, steal away. It's okay. okay. <laughs> I, I will always credit you if I do. But you get these great articles and you have these wonderful conversations and um, I love being part of it. But one of the things was you did a podcast episode on writer's retreats, oh, and yes. Yes. which made a lot of people's hearts, including yours, when you were recording at ache because it was during the pandemic. And then in your group on that thread about the writer's retreats, a lovely lady, Kirsten Piltz, posted saying, actually, I'm running this writing retreat in Mission Beach. And I was like, oh, I like want to go on a writer's retreat. I've always wanted to go and always felt a bit too luxurious and a bit too out of reach. So I clicked on it. Happens to be in Queensland. I'm in Queensland. I'm allowed to travel. It was coming up in a few months. I was heavily pregnant, but I was like, I really need this space and time and I want to write a book and I want to work on it. And I ended up going on that retreat. Mm -hmm. And then Kirsten has now come on to my podcast as well. And I just think, and it's like so amazing that listening to this, it wasn't even that she was on that episode. She has been on your podcast yeah. in the past, but yeah. listening to an episode, joining conversation, just the way things can link up. Oh, I love all those sort of things. And that's, you know, that's the power of social media, I think. I had this week my friend Eva, who lives in Morocco because of a connection that she made on my podcast, started a travel business mm. while she's been living in Morocco. And two people who she met, other people, a different continent, two Americans who she met through the podcast group, came and used her tour services in Morocco. Oh. Like, it's just, you know, all Beautiful. of those things that can happen through... The the magic of connection through social media. So, yeah. And I think it's giving, yeah. like, you've created the platform, like, you've created this space and this entertainment, but then you've created this place for conversation. And, and I think that's a huge um, part of the success of my other podcasts. And I do have the Live and Love Your Brand Facebook group as well, which, you know, to keep these conversations going. Um, and it's really nice because you do, you have that episode, you go, okay, well, in the episode, we talked about this let's have a chat about it. And people do, they're listening, they want to say something. So you're giving them the space. But then, you know, Kirsten, it's that thing about like, if you don't ask, you don't receive, or if you don't tell people what's going on, they don't know. So exactly. had she not said, oh, hey, you know, guys, I'm running a, a writing retreat, retreat too. too. Yeah. Like, yeah. you'd be like, no, you're not allowed to talk about stuff. <laughs> it's like, yes, <laughs> please share your things. Like I'm, this is a space where we can tell each other that we do things and it's just a fact. Hey, I run writing retreats too. You like writing retreats? I like writing retreats. You like podcasting? I like podcasting. It's just facts. But I think sometimes people struggle to just say things about what they're doing yeah, or parts yeah, yeah. of who they are because it's like, oh, that would be gloaty or whatever or like, you know, really impressive. If we didn't say that we did 
our travel podcast, we wouldn't have connected or we wouldn't get the guests that we get. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, yeah. So it's so important to join those conversations and to see if you see that, like reach out and say and connect and that's what those spaces are for. But why do you feel it's important as a business owner and, you know, we've talked about there are multiple hats, but like as a business owner, having your brand out there. Um, so I think for me, because my my business brand is is me, it's I am a sole trader and I always will be that like I don't have any ambitions to grow my business. So the brand is so important because I need people to connect with me. Uh, you know, mostly they hire me because I mean, you know, it sounds gloaty, but they no. like me, you know, yes. they, you know, they uh, will come to another talk that I'm doing because they just like to hear me talk or they trust me because, you know, I, I, I think they learn through, you know, p- various parts of my branding that I'm, you know, that I'm honest, that I don't pretend I know something if I don't know it, that I'll, you know, but I'll go away and find out and help. And, you know, very curious. Yes. <laughs> I'm very curious. I want to know everything. I, so. I just looking at the wall of books behind you. You are a knowledge <laughs> hoarder. <laughs> oh, I am absolutely a knowledge hoarder. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, people work with people who they like and know and trust and, you know, there's nothing more important for my business than people getting to know me um, and recommending me to their, you know, friends or, uh, you know, family members or other businesses that they work with. And uh, my brand is everything. Yes, you know, I advertise sometimes or, uh, you know, I have a website, you can find me from searching, but really the most important part of my business is that, you know, it's people who I Referrals. I meet in some way first or they referred to me. So, um and like yeah. the thing, you have had some incredible opportunities and because you are like, you are a talented writer, you produce good content, but also you show up, like you've had so many amazing experiences of travel that people would only dream of. And yeah. those things, I think sometimes people think, oh, look at Amanda over there, so lucky. And it's like, no, it's like you have years of experience behind you, but you're also showing up and you're also saying yes. Yeah. Yes, you have to say yes. That, that, that's one of the most important things, to say yes to every opportunity that you can. And I think especially to say yes to the things that are scary mm. because that's where you're going to grow and find those, you know, next things. And, you know, sometimes I'll work with people or clients who are, you know, they've been invited onto a podcast but they're like, oh, I don't know, well, I'm not sure. And I'm like, say yes, do it, do it, yeah. do it. You know, and I will, like, message them daily until they agree. So <laughs> <laughs> things like that. Or, you know, I've been asked to speak at a conference oh I'm not sure if I'm the right person I, they wouldn't ask you if they didn't yeah, think you're the right person exactly. and you've got time to prepare and do it so like I'm often taking on things that I'm a little bit scared about but I think that that's where you know that's what makes it diff- you sometimes different to the next person and that's how you can take these leaps and have um, you know various kinds of success whatever success means to you but uh, I think being scared frequently it's quite important. <laughs> it is. It means it, like it's, it's growing, and it's. I mean, it's so in in the travel sector. I think it is quite. Um, it's not what you know. It's who you know, and um, you know you've got to produce the goods. You don't just get invited to go do something and then produce crap. You'd never get invited again. Like you obviously no. write well and deliver on the content and provide opportunities for them. But that's through yeah being there and saying, getting to know editors and getting to know industry people. And I know that, you know, one of the things that you missed and you're now getting to do again is like some of the lunches and 
the communities that you're part of and I still miss conferences. Yeah. I got on my Instagram today I, I got a, a flashback and it was exactly two years ago today that I was in Cairns for a for a travel writers conference. I was like, oh and that's the last time that I was at a you know, an, an interstate conference and especially coming from Perth, it's super important to get mm, outside to get of out. Perth sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah, and, that you know, that's one of those things that I've often said yes to is to, you know, like, yeah, sometimes it's a pretty big investment to go, you know, from Perth. It's not cheap to go anywhere, you know, to go to a conference, but uh, it makes such a difference to be able to, you know, be face-to-face with people. So Yeah, to make those connections. And one of my beautiful recent guests on the Lovely Travels podcast on the Queensland episode came through you. Oh, Actually, two of my most recent guests. But, that, like, she told a crazy story of how you two connected and it was yeah. like insane like all this synergy but also like this really absolutely insane <laughs> sixth degree of separation and it's like yeah. and you met in like the most wonderful luxurious sort of place that it just should not You're like how are you here and I'm here at the same time it's crazy yeah but yeah. then you know I think that's also that saying you know you, when you're talking about yourself and you feel comfortable and confident talking about yourself that's when you get to learn those things and then someone says hey you do that I know someone who does that. You two should connect. Yeah. And that's yeah, where it goes exactly. from. But if you're not willing to say those things, if you're not willing to put yourself out there, if you're not willing to share that personal side and, and trust that it can go somewhere or yeah. you just make a really nice or friend. Not, yeah, exactly. I think that's the thing because, you know, like when I teach my um, freelancing and consulting students at uni, the first lesson, the first week, we have a bit of a networking event. Mm. And I talk to them about networking a lot because it's important. But a lot of them are like, oh, but, you know, oh, I don't want to talk to people. I want to tell tell people about what I do. And like, you know, it's not a matter or they try and be really salesy and yeah. like sell their stuff. I'm like, no, oh, it's neither of way, these Amanda. things. <laughs> it's okay. Exactly. They do absolutely need you. And it's not about that, is it? It's about connecting Mm -hmm. with people. And if I look back over some of the things I've done, you know, through my work, um, so many of them are from random connections in random situations and then, you know, reconnecting a little bit now and again. And then years later, something comes of it that's really fabulous. But, you know, and I think, oh, I wouldn't have done this if I hadn't gone to this event or talked to this person or done this. And there's just so many examples like that, that, you know, it's, it's, it's all about the people. And it doesn't mean that you don't do the work. I think people sometimes when they, yes, when these opportunities yes. come or when we're talking, it's come up a lot today about manifestation and things like that. It's like, yes, this thing comes and it might seem like it's come out of nowhere. It's on a silver platter, but even when you do get the opportunity, like you get to go to these conferences or you get to go to these, um, Uh, for meals or something like that where it seems like you just get this sweet free trip you still have to show up you have to network you have to be on and you have to deliver good content if you want to keep going so it's like there's you know there's more to it but it doesn't have to be hard it can be fun and it can be engaging and it can be you know fruitful yeah, but, you know, you still. I mean, do I never work. go to any of these sort of situations trying to get work. I actually just really love people, and I'm very curious about people. So, um, you know, I was a, an English teacher, like teaching ESL for ten years, and be- teaching English as a second language is all about being curious about people mm. because that encourages them to talk about themselves. So, I had like ten years of the best training of being, <laughs> you know, showing an interest, and it's a genuine interest. Like, I really am genuinely curious and interested about people. Um, and and so that just being able to do that, I think, is you know that builds a connection, and people remember you, and you know then they know, oh right, well Amanda did this, maybe she'll do this, and 
and yep. um, along they come. And yeah, so but you're right. You also have to do the work. Otherwise, they would say after the first time it would be like, oh yeah, Amanda did this and it was terrible. So no, we're not asking. I wouldn't recommend her. So <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, you yeah. You've got to show well. up. You got to commit. But like, yeah, if it if at first it's not comfortable talking about yourself, then yeah, just be the most interested and curious person and it's one of I love sounds like you've read it Dale Carnegie's how to win friends and influence people and it's like listen truly listen and truly be interested and find something to be interested in and you can you should be able to do that with anyone and not everyone's your audience but you know that's that's just kind of you don't know who who they know so you know whoever you're speaking to they might not be your audience but they might have a friend or a mother or a you know brother or someone who is your audience and they might mention you so and so it was discount just be nice to everyone it's not that hard (laughs) just be nice but you know don't also discount people like you know people go oh you would never listen they wouldn't listen to me like I won't tell them about it but you never know like someone might be a secret um podcast fiend so tell them about your podcast you know and and you never know where it's going to go but i've got um question for you if our if if my audience was looking to start a podcast do you have a tip for them and i mean it could be just join pig but (laughs) (laughs) join pig um so yes so that's the first thing come along and do it with me um but if you're listening to this later Post pig, then um, <laughs> I think the, um, two tips. First of all, be a guest on podcasts first because that's a really good training ground for understanding more about how a podcast works. Mm-hmm. And also it's a little bit of a way to figure out if you're actually going to enjoy the process or not. But even just seeing how other podcasts work, you know, how they book you in, um, you know, you can ask them about it as well, you know, seeing how that works. So that's I mean, that's what I did first. I was a guest on some podcasts mm. before I ever was, before I started mine. So that's one thing. And the other thing, I th- the good tip, I think, is um, do make sure that you have the time and the passion to continue it. So like you said, you know, the average podcast only has seven episodes. That's not going to really be very good for your brand or anything. You want to be, you want to have longevity. So, you know, just make sure that you're not just doing it. Like some people, um, especially in the business space, I think mm. they just start a podcast because they think they should start a podcast. Yeah. But don't do it just because it's a should. Do it because you really actually feel that you've got, you know, something to say. You've got people you really want to talk to. Um, you've got enough time in your calendar to, you know, to bring it out every, you know, whatever you do every week or every fortnight, whatever, you know, your consistent pattern is. Uh, and, you know, really commit to it because, you know, initially when you launch a podcast, a lot of the times you're not going to have many, many listeners, no. like, you know, for the first few months, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, it doesn't, they mum, don't just appear out of nowhere. So, yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> if you get 20 or 30, listener. you'd be thrilled the first, at the beginning. Uh, you know, it, it is a, you know, it's a slow burn to build up at the beginning, like any kind of venture is, but um, yeah, cause they're, you know, I think a podcast is a reasonable amount of work, so don't yeah. commit to it unless you really do want to do it because otherwise. And, you know, if some people just don't listen to podcasts either, I don't recommend being a podcaster if you don't listen to Oh, it's so, so weird. That question comes up sometimes. Yeah. Also, I don't understand, you know, and it sounds very narcissistic because um, I love it so much, but people don't listen to their own podcasts. And I know, like, I don't understand it either. <laughs> why would you not 
want to listen if, if because you don't they don't want to like listen the sound to yourself, of their voice, but like, then why would you anybody else want to listen to you? Yeah, yeah. So, and like I understand like you know, I when I first listened to myself on other podcasts, I thought, "Oh, that's weird. Like it's weird to listen to yourself because you sound different to how you think and all of that." But um but over time, like and <laughs> this sounds awful, but when I listen back to my episodes, I don't feel like it's me. I feel like it's someone else. And I, I always think, oh, she sounds nice. <laughs> like, Doesn't she sound entertaining? What a very <laughs> clever thing she said. But I teach my clients that too. I'm like, go back and look at your old content and see. Like you actually you actually have a lot more to say and you actually, like when you look back at past yourself, past self, you know, sometimes it's really nice. And I think it's awesome to be able to say that. I think it's fantastic that we can say that. And, that, yeah. you know, if we're enjoying it and we're, you know, I've cried listening to my own. I Like my 100th episode, you gave the most beautiful message, you know, mm-hmm. to hear that you're making impact on people, you know, and I laugh along because, you know, when you're in it and you're recording, you don't necessarily, like you might giggle at the time, but when you listen mm. back, you're like, oh, yeah, that's, and that's what a joy. Yes, What a joy exactly. that is for yeah. both of us. So yeah, absolutely. How do we contact you? So lots of ways, but um, for my business, you can find me at amandakendall.com and you can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at amandakendall on both of those. And if you do want to listen to my travel podcast, then look up The Thoughtful Travel Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And I can tell you that you do. So all the links will be in the show notes. Thank you, Amanda. You're fantastic. And I so appreciate all of your support. You're like my podcast mentor. So thank you. Well, you're welcome, Emma, and thank you. And good luck with this new podcast. Thank you for joining me today for another episode of Live and Love Your Brand. I'm so grateful that you've shared your time by listening today. That means so much to me. And if you're loving what you're learning, I would be so appreciative if you'd leave a review, rate this podcast and subscribe. It really shows me that you care, but it also helps other listeners to find us too. Again, please be sure to connect with me. I love hearing from you and getting to know your story. You can connect with me on Instagram at Lovely Comms, Facebook, Lovely Communications, and please do join the gorgeous community, Live and Love Your Brand, our Facebook group. Or if you're ready to take action now and want to improve how you show up in the world with your brand, then head on over to lovelycommunications.com. Again, lovely is L-O-V-E-L-L-Y, communications.com to learn how you can work with me. My clients have gone on to experience opportunities that they could never have dreamed of. From starting businesses to taking leadership in their own life, they have found the confidence to stand in who they are and to go wholeheartedly after what they truly want in life. And I want that for you too. If you're ready to invest in yourself and reconnect with who you are, then let's chat. Thank you again for listening. Now go into the world and share the beauty that is the uniqueness of you. Catch you next week, lovely.